0: Okay. Good morning, everyone. I hope I can complete these 30 slides, but even if I don't, I'm going to hopefully take my time. You can see the first screen up there, gifts, graces, and titles of the Holy Spirit, and some other topics or comments. Now, before I go on, I want to tell you, proclaim to you that what I'm about to say on the next screen was prepared two weeks ago. I think I better just get going so you know what I'm talking about. We talked about, here's one of those comments right now I don't know why this has been on my mind for the last two weeks. I have no idea. But now I do because of the recent circumstances and testimony, one testimony that I heard this past Thursday. Now, I want you to understand what I'm saying. This testimony, what I'm about to talk about soon was transmitted to me this past Thursday. But this message was done before that. Can I get an amen? Amen. Now, I know you don't know what I mean, so I might as well just tell you what I'm talking about. This is what occurred to me for the last two weeks, which I love to talk about for by grace. You have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not as a result of works that no one should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Well, Brother Bruce, why did you apparently keep thinking about this week after week? Because I heard a testimony that corresponded with this this past Thursday. And this is part of the testimony that I remember. A young lady was witnessing to someone who was not saved. And she said, the unsaved lady said, Well, I don't agree with that. I believe that if my good deeds outweigh my bad deeds, or something similar to that, I'm going to go to heaven. However, apparently, this Christian lady had weaved her message of this so great salvation around these words, which I just uttered, for by grace you have been saved through faith. and that not of yourself? It is a gift of God. I don't know how far she got with this lady. And I'm glad I don't because getting saved and coming to a knowledge of Jesus Christ is not my call. It's God's call. He's the one that draws the hearts. Let me read the rest, now as a result, not as a result of works, let no one should boast. I'm going to say this and I didn't intend to say it. I don't know who I'm talking to. You and I will never boast before God of how good you are. Can I get a witness? Yes. We're not good enough. We couldn't be good enough. We were dead if you recognize it. Before you got saved, you were dead in trespasses and sins. So says Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. But he goes on to say something else in Ephesians for we are his workmanship. And I've said this before that word workmanship comes from the word poetry. Well, we get our word from that from poetry created in christ jesus poor good works after you get saved brothers and sisters god has some work for you and me to do which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them you have a new life within you and that new life Is in the person of God, the Holy Spirit, and he engenders you and I to work out your own salvation. Notice I said work out. Got work to do. But let me go on to number three. Let me give you another comment. I don't know if she said this one, but I'm saying it. He saved us. I'm going to say this again. You don't get saved after you die. You better get saved while you're living. It's a point that under man wants to die. And after this, the judgment. But I'm going to say this again. Do you know that the judgment for Christians has already been bared by the King of Kings, which you heard about this morning, and the Lord of Lords, Amen. he already took your judgment. Amen. He saved us not on the basis of good deeds i know i put the word good deeds in there which we have done in righteousness here i go again oh i'm a good person i do good deeds and uh, i give my money to the church and and i say hello to older folks and i treat them nice I'm gonna say this again. If you're here and you are depending, like I said, on your good deeds, you are mistaken. Jesus paid it all. He paid it all. There's nothing that you and I can add to his finished work. Once you can get that in your skull, maybe you can move forward. That's right. I'm talking to some hardened people who don't know the Lord and nothing can seem to shake you, but maybe this message will shake you up. And I'm telling you, you and I, including me, we need to be shaken. Or do you want to slip into eternity and hear the words, I never knew you. Depart from me. He saved us not on the basis of deeds. Which we have done in righteousness. But according to his what people? Mercy. God had mercy on you and me. When he sent his only son. By the washing of regeneration. And renewing by the Holy Spirit. Whom he poured out upon us richly. Say richly. Not just a little bit, which I'm going to get to later. Whom he poured upon us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. That being justified by his grace, there it is again, that grace, we might be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. And that word hope in the Bible does not have the meaning of, well, I hope I'm going to get there, I think I'm going to be, no, it doesn't have that meaning. It's the Greek word, I probably won't pronounce it right, it's the Greek word, elpis, which is, is, is assurance. Now let's return to normal. Let's go back to the message. That's right, I didn't get to the message yet. But before we do, do I go again, I want to ask you and myself some just a little bit questions. Are you and I, that's right, I included me, and I should. Are you and I one of those normalized Christians? What do you mean by that? Just a little bit, just a little bit of using the Lord's name in vain, just a little bit using god's name in vain just a little bit that's not good enough can i get a witness just saying anything i heard some people say some things the other day i wouldn't even repeat it but it was something about the lord jesus christ he was so angry and so obnoxious i didn't say anything it wasn't time using the lord's name in vain just a little bit using profanity I'm going to say something, which I didn't intend to say. Do you know we had a little profanity in here today? Before you came, we had a little person who was upset. and We had to calm him down, say, Would you go outside, please? Can I get a witness? How about you, normalized Christian? How about you and me? Just a little profanity. Oh, this. Oh, that. Just a little being mean to other people for no reason. Oh, don't have anything good to say about anybody. You're one of those normalized Christians. And don't get me wrong, sometimes we're not worth two cents. I didn't get no MNs out of that. That's okay. We need to be, I said it before, we need to be shaken up. Come out of your normalized condition. This is number five. And just a little bit, it goes on and on and on. You know what we're talking about. That you put off concerning the former conversation or lifestyle, the old man. Which is corrupt according to deceitful lusts. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying. What's that word mean? Encouraging somebody that it may minister grace unto the hearers. But the fruit of the Spirit, number six, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, joy. Peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, which means self control. Against such there is no law. And they that, are, they that are Christ or in Christ have crucified the flesh. I'm going to tell you, Christian, non Christian, inside of you, is something that needs to be redeemed. And it won't be redeemed till Christ comes back. Do you know you will not be fully redeemed till the Lord comes back? But he's coming. Thank God he's coming. If we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. And you see that word spirit is capitalized Well, it's not capitalized in the original, but it's capitalized right here to show that the Spirit is a person. He lives within every born-again Christian. I'm going to talk about that in just a while, I hope. Let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another, envying one another. He's talking to Christians. To the Galatian church. <clears throat> and now for, And now today's message part four. I'm just getting on it. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Who's that? Jesus Christ. i tell you right now who that is. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Well, I thought you, this church always teaches that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. We do. As this, And the Spirit of the Lord shall be upon him. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding. The Spirit of counsel and might. The Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Let's Move on. Number eight. Grace, gifts, graces, and titles of the Holy Spirit, and other comments. Oh, Miss Cheryl, you're keeping right over here. I thank you. Brother Bruce, you just said that. What are you saying it again for? Because I want you and me to get this. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom. Understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Here I go repeating again, I think, to make it more clearly, I put it this way. The spirit of rest. Wisdom. Understanding, counsel, spirit of might or strength, spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of fear of the Lord. I want to. I want to say something that is not in place. If you're a Christian, I'm just going to say one, the last one. Do you and I really fear the Lord? I'm. I'm not talking about. Oh, if I do that, he's going to rain down fire and brimstone. No, I'm not, I'm talking about a genuine awesome respect for who the Lord is. Can I get an amen? amen. 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 I want to talk about number one, but I, I, I have to hesitate. But the emphasis in this whole packet, one through seven, is omniscient. Perhaps you're not familiar with that term. It means knows everything. At this is what I love at one time. One time, who's he talking about? He's talking about Jesus, Jesus as who the Lord, and may I add this Jesus as the God man, 100% God. And 100% man. Omniscience. The Spirit of the Lord gave him wisdom. Well, if he's God, he already had wisdom. In one sense, he was given wisdom. Do you know the Holy Spirit pronounced invaded, if I can say that word, infiltrated every fiber of the God-man, every fiber. He didn't do anything without the Holy Spirit's control. That's unlike, I'm going to get to that later, that's unlike you and me. Sometimes you and I fall into sin. Can I get a witness? You might as well witness to it. You might as well. And this is not in the notes. That's why you and I need to ask for forgiveness. And the blood of Jesus Christ, as a Christian, cleanses you all the time. I didn't say you got lost. I just said it cleanses you. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Number eleven. Well, you just repeated those. That's bad. that's why I want you to get it, because we're about to move on to something that I hope you appreciate. The spirit of the Lord, spirit of wisdom, spirit of excuse me shall rest upon your spirit, let me slow down, spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, spirit of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. Do you mean to tell me that shall rest upon him, wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, Knowledge and the fear of the Lord are not available to you today. They are available to you. Every last one of them. Number 13, page 13. The Spirit of the Lord, Jehovah, Yahweh, the Spirit by which the prophets spoke or spake, the Messiah. Was to be a prophet. And I want to stop right there again. I'm just going to say it. Jesus was more than just a prophet. He was the eternal son of God. Seven spirits of the Holy Spirit are specified to imply that the perfection of them was to be in Him. Did you get that? The Holy Spirit, I don't even know if I can get this outright, was consumed I said it backward. Jesus Christ was consumed, if I can put it that way, by the Holy Spirit. To the very limits and over limits. Compare the seven spirits in Revelation 4. That is the Holy Spirit in his perfect fullness. Seven being the sacred number. Many of you know that seven in the Bible is the sacred number. The prophets had only a portion of the fullness of the Son of God. And I have those on the last page i don't I'm not going to turn to those now, I think they might disrupt the sermon. rest, say rest, rest. permanently they rested permanently in him not merely come upon him as in the old testament did you know that in the old testament the holy spirit came and went and i have the scriptures up here but i'm not going over you can see them afterward the holy spirit came and he went or went and came he came upon them wisdom Don't tell me that oftentimes you and I don't need wisdom in what we're about to do. Can I get a witness? There are some situations where I say, Lord, I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. And that's where you and I run into trouble because you think you can handle it yourself. Understanding. was a lady sitting in the back today, and she looked so disturbed, upset. And somebody came back to to talk to her. And sometimes what you and I need is someone just to talk to us, who understands us, who'll pray with us. Can I get a witness? Instead of shooting them down and knocking them down, counsel. Then you can give counsel because wisdom gave you counsel of how to deal with them. Might, or strength. I was thinking about this for the last few days. I'm going to apply it to Jesus because it does. And we're still talking about the Holy Spirit. Do you know, that it took might to be on that cross. Forgive me for a second. <clears throat> For a child will be born to us, Isaiah 9, 6. A son will be given to us, and the government will rest, there's that word, rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful. Say might. Mighty God. Eternal Father, Prince of Peace, when Jesus was on that cross, do you know it took mighty, almighty God to bear your sins? Knowledge. Say knowledge i got to bring up this one because this is so important. The Lord said, no one knows the Father except the Son. And no one knows the Son except the Father. Now, think what's being said. He said, No one knows the Father. And the Greek word is epikonosis. It means no one fully knows the Father except the Son. And no one knows the Son except the Father. I cannot imagine anyone who fully Matthew eleven twenty-seven. Knows the Father, but God himself. And then he goes on to say, No one knows the Son except the Father. Can I get a witness? It was God the Son who is God, who came down to occupy time and space the very space that he created. The very time that he created. And suffer. And die. For your sins. And no wonder he would say. In his love. Not no wonder. But yet he said. Father. Forgive them. That's you and me. Father, forgive you. And you know the last part, for they know not what they do. Amen. I'm going to say this again. I don't know if I don't know if I'm talking this way. This might be your last day on this earth. You better get right with God. Amen. How do you get right with God? Trust in the finished work. Say finished. I keep emphasizing that word finished. Number 15. Hallelujah. He shall receive the spirit beyond all finite measure. Falling or for as much as in him the Godhead. Say Godhead. Dwell bodily. What do you mean by that? Some people, oh, you know, you don't know what I'm talking about. Well, at least you can look it up. Colossians two nine. For in Him dwells all the fullness of God. Some, some, in a human body. Say Godhead. Now this happened today. I'm not making this up. Show, someone showed me the Trinity. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's what he means by that. And Jesus Christ dwells all the fullness of the Godhead in human form. Why would you say that, Brother Bruce? I'm here to tell you, and Pastor Jack has said it before, there's a man in heaven. He didn't abandon the soma, his body. Although it is redeemed, it's still there. And why does he do that? Because he wants to identify with you and me for eternity. He's forever a man. He's forever God. 16. shall rest upon him, that is Jesus, not only come upon him at certain times, as he did upon the prophets, and I've already explained that. If you missed it, he came upon the prophets, and then he left. He came, and he left. As he did upon the prophets, now and then at his good pleasure, or God's pleasure, but shall its constant and settled abode say rests you see it at the bottom, permanently, not merely come upon them. I thought about this, and you correct me if I'm wrong right now. In this, disp- in this dispensation, the Holy Spirit does not come and leave. He remains an every born-again Christian. Can I get a witness? But here's what I wanted to say. Sometime when you and I are so honorary and so sinful, he feels like he's left, but he hasn't left. He's right there. He's waiting for you to yield. How about it, Christian? Is he in a restful condition With what you and I are doing, are are we grieving? And that's why, that's one of the reasons I know the Holy Spirit's a person, because he can be grieved. I'm going to tell you something, when you and I get out of control, like someone told me the other day, God has a way of working with you. You think he's going to leave you on your own in your sinful state? No, he isn't. He's going to grieve you. He's going to put different circumstances in your life to bring you back where you should be. He doesn't leave. Oh, I lost my salvation. No, you didn't. Thank God for that. He would have left some of us, including me, a long time ago. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, that is, as man. There it is, as man. As man, he shall be endowed or endued with gifts and graces of the Holy Spirit without measure. at all times, the characters given to the Spirit were to rest. You see it underlined. It's not underlined up there, but it's underlined on my sheet. Rest on the Messiah are the same which we find in the Old Testament applied to the prophets. He being the great prophet, I'm going to say this again. I need to hold my peace. I'm asking you, read especially John, the first chapter, any chapter, you will see that Jesus Christ is the Word, Jesus Christ had a face-to-face relationship with his father before the world began. Can you imagine that? And the word was with God. That means that God the Father and God the Son had face-to-face relationship. before. It, that word includes an intercourse. They were talking. They were, they were having a wonderful communion before the world began. And can you imagine this? That same person loved you and me and stepped out of eternity to become your and my savior. I don't think you and I can even imagine that type of love. I know the word is imagine. It's described as more than plentiful. I'm, the, I'm, I'm underlined. You can see it. Endowed with these gifts and others, were often eighteen. There it is again. And the spirit of the Lord will rest. No longer we're not long longer on rest. Spirit of wisdom and understanding. Nineteen. The spirit of understanding. Here I gave you a. Hebrew word. I don't expect the, you to try to read it. It's just all. It means understanding, meaning perfectly. He understood perfectly what was going on in his life. He knew when people were deceive him, the, the, the Pharisees and the scribes while well, they were trying to deceive him and trick him into saying something against the word of God. He knew it. And I'm going to say this. Jesus knows your heart. He knows it down to the very inkling. I'm gonna say this again. You might fool me and I've been fooled many times, but you won't fool the Lord. Okay. Is that better? Thank you. You're quite welcome. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. I already know that the spirit of wisdom understand, The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. The spirit of counsel. How are you going to counsel somebody really you can give them some worldly counsel Well, if i were you you better be careful how you listen to some people they'll put you more in a bind how about getting some good counsel from a good a notice i said good well respected Christian counselor but I'm telling you from the first the best counselor you can get is to get on your knees and say Jesus you better help me you can even say better help me because you know you need a lot of help the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him And I said it already, rest means permanently, it didn't come and go. And I said it for you and me, who have the Holy Spirit abiding within you. He doesn't leave. In this dispensation, according to the New Testament, and according to Jesus, he abides with you. And lives within you. John chapter 14, you could look, please. The Spirit of Might. I said it already. It took a mighty God to hang on that cross. And it took a mighty time. Six hours on that cross. But look at that key word victory. It every time I every time you get up here, Bruce, you talk about victory or something similar. Victory. Victory over sin. Don't you dare as a Christian that includes me, don't you dare say I just can't help it. You're saying that the Lord can't give you victory. Can I get a witness? If you can't accept the influence of the Holy Spirit, no wonder we, you and I, can't get it. I'm not saying that we don't sin, because we still live in the flesh. But Romans puts it this way. O death worshiping a Christ Jesus be the victory i know it doesn't say it like that 22 the spirit of knowledge And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge. We've already been over it. I'm going to say it again. Maybe I say it again because I'm amazed. When you look into this book and see the awesome things that God has for you and me, in the coming ages, I was just looking into it yesterday, and I'm not going to go over it, but I can say this much about Ephesians chapter 2. Age upon age upon age, the loving kindness and the mercy that God showed us. You can look it up, it's in Ephesians chapter 2. will go on for eternity. And I hate to say this, so maybe I shouldn't. But it's there an age upon age. Those who don't know Jesus will be separated from him forever. Don't you let any false prophet tell you that hell is the grave. And I'm going to have a party down there with my friends. I'll tell you what kind of party you're going to have. I won't even say it because I can't. But it's not going to be a party. And I just want to remind you that the Lord Jesus suffered your eternal relationship with Him or your non-eternal relationship with Him on the cross. He took your place, and I didn't mean to say this, but I'll say it now my god my god why have you forsaken me say me not why have you forsaken a party Not let me slow down not why am you forsaking someone else Why have you forsaken me? It is very, very personal. You're going to have a party, all right. A party you never meet. Where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. I'm trying to tell you before you get there. And there's, I'm going to say this there's no purgatory. If you don't get saved in this life, it's over. Jesus paid it all. Even your so-called purgatory. The only purgatory I see is the Lord Jesus Christ. If I could put it that way. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you this. Okay, did you see that? May give unto you. That's personal. Wisdom and revelation. Here's those people. I hope it's not you. You search the scriptures because you think that in them <clears throat> you have eternal life. But I, I'm going to paraphrase the it a is, lot. It is these that speak of me. The very thing you're looking for, uh, Pharisees and scribes, it's me who the Bible's talking about. He's talking about a relation, not just reading words, but a relationship. You search the scripture because you think that in them you have eternal life. There's not eternal life in reading this book. It's eternal life in knowing the Son of God. It is in these various things that the witness of me have you witness of Jesus. Did you see? Him? Has the Holy Spirit drawn you? Has He talked to you? I'm a sinner. I need a savior. I read this already 24. My Father, and no one knows, fully knows the Son. Did you get that? Only God fully knows the Son. How can that be? But the Father neither knows anybody or fully knows the Son except the Father. And whomsoever the Son reveals them, I'm going to say something. Do you know that who Jesus is and who the Father has to be revealed to you? You think you did it on your own. You think you're so smart. We're not so smart. We have to be drawn. All things have been delivered unto me of my Father. This sublime claim is not to be whittled down or away by expl- explanation. Oh, no, that, that, it doesn't really mean. It doesn't really mean. Yes, it does mean that. It means exactly what it says, that God knows all things through his son, and the son knows the father. Don't try to wiggle out of it. It is a timeless heiress. I won't try to explain that. Points back to a moment in eternity. Implies the pre-existence of the sun. Say pre-existence. I'm saying it again to keep your attention. Pre-existence means he existed before time. The messianic consciousness of Christ is here as clear as a bell. It is a moment of high fellowship. I'm going to tell you something. Do you know people prayed for me before this message? Amen. They prayed for me. Amen. Note epigenosco. I it's K, Twice for fully known. And notice the word bulete is willing. The son retains the power and the will to reveal the father to you. All things have been delivered unto me of my Father. This is 25. This claim is not to be whittled down or away by explanation. I'm going to go on to 26. Fear. I said it before. I'm saying it again. Do you and I Really fear the Lord. How about when no one was looking and you find a, this doesn't fit all circumstances, so I'm I'm just gonna say it and you have to think about it. What if you found a hundred dollar bill on the road? Now that's one instance where I would have probably kept it. Can I get a witness? I would have probably kept it. Who does it belong to? But if I saw a hundred-dollar bill fall out of somebody's pocket, the right thing to do is—and you—you saw it fall out of their pocket. I wonder. If the fear of the Lord would be upon you, I'm one of God's children. I belong to him. He is mine. He purchased me. Or would you just put it in your pocket and walk away? I'm back to my theme. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why do you spend money for what is not bread or, and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and delight yourself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen. Listen that you may live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you according to faithful let me get it right according to the faithful mercies shown to David some translations say sure mercies of David behold i have made him a witness to the people i'm going to ask you again i got some track stack back there i got some on me no i'm not going to read it is there a way to be saved it's back there you can look at it i hope you'll take some yes there is behold i have made him, a witness to the prophets, that's Jesus, a leader and commander for the people. Behold, you will call a nation you do not know, and a nation which knows you not you will run to you because of the Lord your God, even the Holy One of Israel, for He has celebrated or, so, excuse me, He has glorified you. It's time for me to stop you know why? Because I'm getting tongue tied. Sometimes the Lord will tongue tie you. It's time to stop. Can I get a witness? Seek the Lord. What's that next word? Wow! I'm going to wait till next week. I got to clean up my life. You and I might not live till next week. You can't. I'm going to say this, and it might seem a little harsh. You can't play with God. You can't tell him what you're going to do. Matter of fact, James, which I'm not going to repeat, tells you not to do that. You might not live to the next moment. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon his name. Do I go again? Call upon him while he is near. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there without watering the earth and making it bare and sprout, and furnishing seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Guess what, this is letter minus one. So will my word which goes forth from my mouth not return void to to me empty. I'm gonna say this, I said this yesterday, I don't know who I was talking about. This, a sermon preached by the grace of God, is not going to return to the Lord void. Whether you believe it or not, it's not going to return void. Without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Last sentence. The Spirit. Say the Spirit. There it is again. The Spirit. Holy Spirit. And the bride. Who's the bride? Jesus. Come. And let the one who hears say. Next, what's the next word? What's the next word? Some of you are too stubborn to come. You got something better to do. And let the one who is thirsty. Come, you can see at the bottom, are you thirsty? Are you thirsty? I'm going to tell you what, even if you don't know it, if you're not saved, your soul is thirsty for God. Because there's a hole God has put in our soul. It's empty until you know Jesus through God the Holy Spirit. Let's give the Lord a hand. I'm done. Thank you. Um, I want to encourage you guys to help us out when you're done eating. Amen. Uh, the cleaning staff here are volunteers. They don't get paid $50 an hour to clean up. Would you please do us a favor when you're done eating, take your trash and put it in the can over there for us Amen. so we can keep this thing going on, okay? That, that's really important, if you guys could do that, okay? I'm not asking you to do anything else other than that. Enjoy your meal and stuff like that. A lot of work goes in to make this happen every Sunday, a lot, and it's not cheap. So I'm asking you to help us so we can all benefit when you're done with your trash, your cups and stuff. Just put it in the can. That's all I'm asking. Amen? May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.